0: comment and share. good morning good evening good afternoon folks it's v the gorilla and i'm here with my main man jet blake the scientist at large and if you need to get a hold of jet blake you need to get into the discord the links will be in the description box also check out our paid sponsors algofactory.tech algofactory.tech trade your job upgrade your life trade your job upgrade your life it is a absolute um what is it it's an absolute everything man it's like the place you'd want to be to learn the ways of the jedi master and we have one of the only the professor there uh algo cowboy he's there uh, so check it out uh algofactory.tech and roguenews.com we're everywhere you want us to be spotify apple fi google fi all kinds of fives that's no lie uh roguenews.com with that being said jet how are you buddy Real well, good how are you I'm doing well, my man. I can't complain. Um, You gave me a little preview of what you're going to discuss today. I'm super excited to hear about it. Let's get into it, man. This is really
1: interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a little different. So today's show, we're going to kind of roll back the time. I remember, uh, depending on on the uh, age of the audience, and uh, I'm a little bit older than you, but you might remember, the days of the 70s when you had Mutual of Omaha Wild yeah. Kingdom, Marlon Perkins.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that, Mutual remember Omaha that? Wild Kingdom. I used to watch Mutual Omaha Wild Kingdom and Marty Stauffer's Wild America.
1: Remember yeah. that? Yeah. that was... And
0: Nature on PBS. Yes. Yeah, Those so... were like my three favorite shows, man. I
1: always uh, enjoyed that. and It was always funny as a kid because I, I remember uh, Marlon Perkins – Uh, with his – it's kind of a a documentary, National Geographic-type show. And he always always had – his poor assistant was always in harm's way. It would be like uh, Marlon Perkins would be in a helicopter looking down and his assistant is wrestling around with crocodiles and alligators. (laughs) (laughs) I I wonder how much his assistant always got paid. But uh, what we're going to talk about is a very unique – uh, biodiversity region on planet Earth that happens to be, I would say easily, <clears throat> probably top three most dangerous areas on planet Earth.
0: Hmm.
1: And I'll explain why that's so You wouldn't think so at, at first, but uh, when we get into today's show, this is going to be kind of a, Part of my uh, environmental science degree background, uh, the biodiversity, it's a, a beautiful area. It's protected by UNESCO and other global agencies be- because of its, it's a forest. It's a deep jungle forest region, but it's very relevant, especially what's been happening the last three years, and I'll explain why. So what I'll do... First is to share the screen. And uh, so you can see the picture. It's called the Darien Gap. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, I see that. Okay. The Darien Gap is a region between Panama and Colombia. Interesting. It's it's a natural land bridge,
0: Hmm.
1: and it's a land bridge that separates South America and central america or basically uh it separates the americas so technically it'd be south america from north america so the darien gap primarily falls under panama's jurisdiction because sure. the darien gap uh is at the border of panama and colombia but they uh there exists the, you might know this, if, if anyone's involved, uh, uh, likes cars, motorcycles, or, uh, off-roading you have one of the longest highways on planet earth is the Pan American highway. And technically that goes from Northern Alaska to the very tip of Chile, Argentina. Yeah. And, uh, the only area that's it's it's an interesting. Uh, there's a lot of uh, documentaries and novels about treks on the Pan American Highway, expeditions that uh, started in the late 1800s and uh, even in, in recent years. And it depends. There's different strategies. Some start way up in Alaska and then head southbound. Others start at the very southern tip of uh, Chile, Argentina, Patagonia area, and then head north. Mm-hmm. But depending what your strategy is and which direction, you need to time it just right um, as far as what time of year you start, depending heading from north-south or south-north. Because when you hit the Darien Gap, It depends. It's anywhere from, uh, say, 60 to 80 miles of this Darien Gap of Panama. There is no road. Yeah. And uh, originally there was supposed to be because the Pan American Highway, the concept of it uh, originally was initiated from the United States in the late 1800s. Sure. And then um, they started construction. In fact, I think one of the first... Portions that was finished was uh, portions from the United States and the Mexico. And in Mexico, the Mexican government finished their portion. Uh, Canada and the United States, they incorporate, incorporated their portion with the highway systems. And then Central America, South America worked on areas. But when they got to Panama, this area of the Darien Gap, it stopped, the construction stopped. There's multiple reasons why it's probably many of these reasons are all accurate. It just depends what perspective Uh, during that time period, Panama declared their independence. And uh, the main idea of this Pan Am highway was to help exchange uh, goods and services. Sure. The Americas, the United States was interested in the highway because that was an era in the uh, 1900s, especially from 1940 onward, where they, they thought it would be handy as far as uh, troop transportation and supplies in case they wanted to stave off the spread of communism in that, that particular era and that mindset of, of the the political arena but what they did is uh instead of the section here of the darien gap instead of completing that uh, that the funds were diverted for the panama canal yeah so the panama canal which had several attempts by the french and the, the in the british mm. and, uh, that's an interesting story the panama canal a lot, a lot of, it's not f- funny but it, it's that region is It's so difficult that uh, that construction project claimed a lot of lives. In fact, I think the Panama Canal had uh, the the most lives lost in any construction project in the history of mankind. Um, But uh, a lot of it from diseases, you know, malaria, bites and and stings and then um, fevers and and so forth. But the Panama Canal was completed, but the highway never was. Uh, Another reason why that. Dairy and Gap that they didn't complete back then is the uh, agriculture, big ag yeah. or the, the cattle ranchers, the meat, the meat industry, like beef, beef mm-hmm. or primarily beef, very powerful lobbyists. So uh, agriculture, big ag uh, is v- very influential in the history of the United States politics. They're, 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 They're big boys, whether it's produce or uh, livestock. Well, the livestock kind of lobbied to put a kibosh and don't don't complete that highway because they were concerned about uh, hoof and mouth and diseases from beef and livestock of South America being easily able to affect their herds in North America. Lots of money to be lost. So they thought, well by not completing this highway, this would give them time and ability to control the beef industry and keep the beef from South America infiltrating the North American um, market. Interesting. Now, you know, so that that hoof and mouth, that's true. But you, you wonder if also, you know, there's the a lot of money involved and they didn't want the competition. I don't know. It, it, it gets into. So they never completed this stretch of, of the Darien Gap. But the D- Darien Gap is one of the most uh, diverse biological regions on planet Earth. It's species-rich. It has moist lowland and highland rainforests, And it's exceptional in its uh, endemism. And that's a, a fancy biological term, meaning it's singly defined geographic location it has some of the most biodiversity in this uh, 80 mile stretch than anywhere yeah. else on planet earth in fact it's a little more dense and rich than the amazon jungle as far as its uh, species variety but in this area you have the uh, Tuera, balsas and sambu rivers that flow mm-hmm. uh, through this region and you have uh Steep mountains. In in fact, it's uh, it's a pretty high uh, mountain range. Of course, you have the Andes in South America, but then when you hit this region, you have uh, Sarah to Carcuna uh, mountains, and they call that the Death Mountain. And I'll get into that uh, a little bit later in the show as to why
0: hmm.
1: it's it's called the, the Death Mountain. So this area of Darien Gap includes nine major vegetation types. So it goes from the rocky coast and sandy beaches to occasional mangroves. You have coastal dry forest. You have riverine forest, palm forest swamps, lowland forest, uh, pre-montane and above, uh, Two hundred meters, low montane rainforest, cloud forest, low elevation elfin forest. Yeah, so it's it's about everything you can Im- imagine <clears throat> is in there. Throughout history, there's been about seven expeditions, like the Land Rovers. Uh, this is interesting. La- the Land Rovers there in uh, England. Sure. They uh, they paid for an expedition to go through there to to showcase their new Land Rover design and they had uh, a team of engineers and mechanics and then environmentalists it, it was a big uh, deal in the 70s the transverse through there and it, it took them over 60 days over 60 days to get through there and uh, close to half the expedition got sick you know a bit malaria mosquitoes and ticks are horrific it's, it's, it's
0: savage it. it's like we have uh one of our listeners here raven six is like it's a that's a triple canopy uh jungle he was talking about it's like impossible to get through
1: it's impossible to get through yeah and i'll, I'll explain it's it's really interesting why this this is uh, There's some documentaries i encourage you to uh, the listening audience if you watch that it's it's amazing uh, they had uh issues all these expeditions there's there's seven maybe a little bit more, but mainly a uh, Jeep, Jeep vehicle. There's mm-hmm. a few that went through on motorbike, but all their stories are just phenomenal. This is like movie material, uh, good book reading, because this is real life stories. What these But exped- a lot of these expeditions, like half don't make it. They get sick. They have to be uh, emergency uh, m- medical uh, treatment. All yeah. of them, all of them, they've They lo- they would. They've lost 20, 30 pounds. And, and some of them uh, there's a Jeep expedition in the 70s a cj7 yeah Jeep expedition and uh, the the Jeep like the Land Rover the jeeps were uh, pretty much uh, given uh, it, the jeeps were purchased for one dollar each and they went through that uh, uh, trek but in in all these expeditions the crews all lost like 20 30 40 pounds and they were like good God skinny at these were all healthy men and they were, uh, skinny as all get out, um, between their 30 to 60 day trek. And they were just exhausted. Sometimes it would take a full day to do 500 meters, especially going up and down these, uh, mountains. And then, uh, or it took two days to travel three miles for, for an example, but in, in, in every case they would have axles, uh, breaking differentials blowing apart. They would oh have, my they would have to weld on the spot. They would have uh, welders and they would hook up the, the car batteries and weld for repairs. Every one of them went through every spare tire that they had, even though these were uh, special tires by Michelin or uh, other brands uh, run flat type tires, uh, specially engineered tires, prototypes to, and tires were a huge uh, issue. Uh, the, the jungle has a life of its own and it has a personality, which I'll, I'll get into also in, in today's show. So the uh, most of the forest is uh, transitional forest, is triple canopy forest. You have the montane forests, which are slightly higher and wetter. They're 200 meters and higher. And then you have the lower uh, botanical uh, forest. That's about 60% of the life zone of the, the Darien Gap. And there's two indigenous tribes, uh, American tribes that live there. You have the uh, Cocos and the Kunas. Mm-hmm. The Co- Kunas also occupy uh, an island and yeah. kind of the beach area the, and the Cocos. They, they know this area very well. What's interesting when I was doing some research and reading up On these different expeditions and some of these two indigenous tribes there uh the cocos for example they when they make trails they make daily trails because the forest will reclaim the area within 24 to 48 hours yeah so there there's an understanding of the indigenous tribes with this region of Earth, this thick, dense forest, you have to you have to have a relationship. You have to be able to read the forest. There's actual ways where you ask for for permission and understanding. And if you don't cooperate with this, it will kill you. Hmm. Simple, plain, and and simple. So, what? Why is this region that way? Well, it seems like uh, Planet Earth has this. This is this is one of the main land bridges between the Southern Hemisphere and the Northern Hemisphere. So this region of the Darien Gap. Uh, th- this gets into uh, alternative thinking and it's type of uh, research that I'm involved in the uh, and the other scientists. We begin to understand some of the the metaphysics how. We have to share the, the earth with plants and animals. Sure. We're we're all in this together. You you just don't hack your way through or transverse a region unless you are allowed to or have permission by nature.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This this is this is really how it works. What gets more bizarre, I won't talk to it in too too much detail, but uh construction techniques for example and finance let's take united states where most of us are are from Uh, in today's modern world let's say especially last 400 years of this uh, kind of the mercantilism european type model uh you think about well let's buy a, a chunk of land and maybe put a strip mall or a a commercial warehouse complex a subdivision and uh you do a cost benefit analysis you know how much per acre and what would it cost for civil engineering and uh permits yeah and uh does the investment justify the cost is, is is there profit? And if, if so, is there enough profit to make it worth? All, all those. I'm sure you've been involved in deals like that. Yeah. But that's today's modern thinking. What happens is no one, because we're not trained, and it's it's been so many thousands of years since this thinking has is, is even developed, what no one takes into consideration is, nature and the land have you asked the land permission to do that hmm. is, the, is the land is nature okay with a subdivision being put in or a strip mall or an airport or a row of, of industrial park commercial warehouses and so forth? no one ever think they go what are you talking about it that's the craziest thing i've ever heard no of course you don't have to ask what do you would you ask a tree and then the tree writes a note and says yeah we'll let you No, know we don't well in a way yeah if you understand and you know, there, there's ways to communicate, and you can either get permission or get denied. So, the Daring Gap is a gatekeeper between the two Americas, the Southern and Northern Hemisphere, by design. And uh, it's, it's an important uh, gatekeeper for disease control, for animal species mm-hmm. control. Uh, it, it also controls. Uh, Variations, what is best suited for the nor- northern hemisphere, what's best suited for the southern hemisphere, and perhaps the two should or not supposed to co mingle or, or mate species and breeds to mate. North America is supposed to have theirs, and South America and the Darien Gap make sure that it stays that way. I know it might sound b- bizarre, but this is, there's more truth to it than you would think. Um, what's interesting is the uh, expeditions I talked about between the vehicle expeditions uh, which a lot of the male members weren't able to complete the trip or it was very difficult those that trekked it on, on motorcycle that uh, almost all of them close to 100% of them said that they would never want to do it again, that it was the most difficult task in their life to go through the Darien Gap. Now, what's interesting is everyone that did participate in this had mentioned uh, that this was an experience of a lifetime that they would never, ever, ever forget. That's what an impact between the... Some some it was a little over 30 days, some a little over 60 days trekking through this had such an impact that even in their 80s, they remember every vivid detail. It had such a, a, an impact. They would never want to do it again. It was so grueling and uh, dangerous and difficult, but it changed your life forever. So I, I thought that was interesting in these various interviews. So... There's, uh, let me get my, there's ferocious animals in the Darien Gap. What, what I want to do, let me s- stop sharing and go to another video here. <laughs> it's the longest viper in the world. The po- largest poisonous snake in the world is called the Bushmaster. Uh, is this screen showing? Yep, yep. Here? This is uh – they're not saying anything here, but I'll play the – I know a lot of people uh, – snakes. I. Uh, if, if I'm in the woods or whatever, the uh, snakes do startle me. So I'm not that adventurous as far as the snakes. But this is really a – This is a pretty snake. I'd have to admit, I'm not much of a a reptile, but this is a very beautiful snake. But man, is this thing big? Uh, Because where I am, we have uh, rattlesnakes, copperheads, and water moccasins. So they're very uh, poisonous. Uh, We have probably out of the three, we have copperheads all over the place then water moccasins, and then followed by rattlesnakes. So I always uh, tease people. I said, you have to watch out for these trails. Uh, like, for example, I went when hiking Sunday. These trails, I pass people on the trails, and I always tease them. I said, you have, you have to watch out for the rattle-headed copper moccasin. Uh, one bite, and you're dead for about 15 minutes. And they're, and they're like, you're kidding me. I go, yeah, I just yeah. saw one about 100 feet back, so be careful. Anyway, the uh, some of them get the joke, and others don't. But this sucker here, this is, uh, the Daring Gap is its home. So uh, it's in that region of the jungle. I'll, I'll play a little bit here. Look how big this thing is. You think, what is this, an anaconda or a python? No. That's a Bushmaster? That's a Bushmaster. This is the world's largest venomous poisonous snake. God, how long is this thing? <laughs> it's... Yeah, well, this one's over ten feet. Oh,
0: ten feet. Uh, hey, uh, Jet, if you could send me the link, I could play it on 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 my end. It'll be play a lot smoother. Your 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 end is choppy because of your bandwidth. Oh, okay. Yeah, just go to private chat and just drop the link in right there, and I'll pull it up, man, real quick. Oh, private chat. Okay, got it here, and then. Um...
1: It's the video URL.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just hit the share
1: tab. You can that allow you to share the, the URL. Okay, then let me while you're there. Perfect. Uh l- let me do cut two others. Okay. This is this is where CJ came in.
0: Came oh, no, what deep. you do is email me all your video links prior and I'll have it all lined up. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And then okay, this is the uh <clears throat> This, this is the last one. Um, right, I'm playing the video right now. Are you playing the, the first one with the snake?
0: Yeah, the, the Bushmaster. Okay. Like he sees Interesting name. One genus from Neotropical vipers clearly stands out.
1: It it likes to be in um, look at this thing. It's it that's it's really pretty the colors that it has and the shape of its head. Oh yeah, but uh, it's I like the scaling on this thing. It looks yeah, nice. oh yeah, it's just uh, and then the uh, kind of the spikes. See the spikes on the top. Yeah, I love that. That's pretty cool. That, that that is a cool looking snake. Yeah, I mean, that to I me mean, has a look of a of like a refined Porsche. Porsche, <laughs> Porsche car, or something. Yeah. You know. And uh, how
0: poisonous this is this? If this thing bites kill you, you, oh yeah. Like how, how much time you have left? Like an hour, two well, hours. It's, uh, yeah. It'll be it'd be within a day. And this bushmaster is in that Darien
1: Gap. It's in the Darien Gap. So. It prefers God. see it right there. It's, it prefers untouched primary tropical forest. So that uh, camouflage, you will not even see it. No, there's no way you would see it. Absolutely, you'll step, in, you'll step on it before, and then it'll just bite you. Yeah, that the problem is you'd step on it and it would bite you. You can't see it. I mean, it's it, it. knows the these migrants are traversing this gap. How the hell are they doing this? Yeah, so that's I don't <laughs> that's, believe it. This it's is second kind half of for the show is what I what I'm talking about. There, there's been. Uh, close to a million migrants who are coming f- uh, from Colombia.
0: Someone's airlifting them, or giving them a boat ride. There's no other way.
1: So yeah, they're they're uh, c- because there's a lot of Haitians, Cubans, uh Venezuelans, uh,
0: Pakistanis. And-
1: <laughs> yeah, they yeah. all they're all coming through the Darien Gap. <laughs> they're coming through the Darien Gap. Yeah, because it's like, well, how? <laughs> well, they got into Colombia, and then. Um, this uh they're going through and it it depends there's there's the high ridge area yeah of the darien gap and then um that that's just showing areas Uh, the snakes also in costa rica but um that's just a part of the video that i wanted you you to play the second part is is just the picture the second youtube video if you click on that
0: and you got the 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 baddest cat in the western hemisphere the jaguar which is, yeah. it, 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 it is a murder machine par excellence a Jaguar is no joke it will it will delete you very quickly
1: yeah so they have the, the they uh, this Darien gap has the Jaguar as pictured here so this is 2015 where they have a, a trail cam caught this sucker that, that that was it It was just that brief uh, at the beginning jeez uh, if you can you go back to the beginning
0: Yeah you me one second
1: so a trail cam, uh, triggered it. Well, hold on. I
0: just had it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Right there. So you think, oh, that's a cute little, <laughs> no, the, the no. Jaguar, they have Jaguar and then they have the Pumas, which is a cousin. Right. That. Right. And then they have the, uh, the Ferdilands. Oh,
0: another so, venomous
1: snake. So, so there's, uh, there's these uh, venomous snakes, and then these large cats, and then the the jaguar and the puma. Uh,
0: I mean, there's no way
1: they're 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 uh, super fast. They're good climbers, uh, and the
0: jaguar has the most powerful jaw in the in the in the feline world. I mean, yes. those things are known to kill caiman. The, I've seen jaguars jump on caiman,
1: puncture their skulls, and
0: crush them. They're no yeah, joke.
1: And- they can, crush, uh, they can crush an adult skull uh, as well as other mammals, but they are, they are precision at night. Mm-hmm. So the problem is you're trying to go through the D- D- Darien Gap and there's thick mud. Uh, the Darien Gap has temperatures of well over 100 degrees and 100% humidity. So if you're not familiar with that, just standing in over 100 degrees, with 100% humidity, you're completely exhausted within five hours. And that, that's not hacking or lifting any, that's not trudging through mud, which is knee deep. You know how mud kind of has that suction toward uh, each footstep is uh, wearing you out because the, the suction of trying to pull your feet out of the mud and the next step. And just, just to stand there, say at a base camp, you're completely wiped out after five hours just from the heat and the humidity. Yeah. But they well, want you to
0: believe, <laughs> dude. Jet. I mean, you've really blown the lid on this one, man. This is amazing. <laughs> I, I totally didn't realize this. The 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 fallacy of this mythology of people traversing the most dangerous swath of of real estate on God's green
1: earth. So here, yeah, here he's uh, uh, an alligator. You got to be kidding me!
0: Oh man, they eat caimans, anacondas, <laughs> horses, tapers. You name it. There's, and they'll, and they're proficient underwater as well. It's incredible how proficient they are.
1: So, uh, they, uh, they're excellent at night. Oh, yeah. The problem is if you're, if you're going through this region, let's say it's an expedition like these, uh, Land Rovers and Jeeps where they're trying to transverse this, you're exhausted through the day. There are, uh, Poisonous scorpions and the scorpions tend to be uh, six to eight inches in length so these are the big, large scorpions and ticks and mosquitoes where uh, you can get a lot of malaria or uh, f- fevers f- just just from the bites and uh, some of these expeditions they would pick off 150 to 160 ticks per evening God, all of, my... all over their uh, all over their body. So uh, you're exhausted through the through the day, and then you're trying to sleep at night, and then you have to worry about these large cats, or the or the snakes coming upon you, the, the fertilants, ants, uh, all, all poisonous. So it's like, good grief, what what in the Darien Gap? What doesn't try to kill you? Well, they have uh, the the third video there. It talks about those that uh, there are those that do trek through the Darien Gap. Yeah. But uh, what's happened is that that region is patrolled by um, the daring gap is like a nightmare. If you're in a nightmare
0: with a thousand and one demons. Wow, this guy's right, man.
1: Yeah. So this uh, this. You don't have to have the volume because this is in Spanish, but the subtitles are in English. Yeah, thousands of migrants risk
0: their lives. Yeah, I doubt that. Actually, you find things here.
1: Well, some that do that there's a, a extremely high death toll. Uh, a, a large portion die because they fall off the trails, yeah. And they they fall down the the steep cliff mountainside, and no one can rescue them. So right. they hear they hear them screaming, but they can't reach them. And a large portion die in the rivers; they drown. Uh, the, the others get bitten by snakes, jaguars, or uh, ticks. So uh, they're, uh, they're also patrolled. There's a multitude. There's around uh, f- five dominant. I don't know what you would call them. If you call them gangs, uh, I don't know, quasi-drug cartel. Coyotes. We call them coyotes. They, uh, <laughs> they patrol the area. And if yeah. they find might, they, they, they rob them. And then uh, they also rape anyone that they want. So it's hard on the females jesus that uh and um it it talks there it shows the, the the swift currents the de- sea death mountain Yeah, and that's because the uh if you fall uh there's there's no she, there she's describing the um uh, uh, the mountains and the cliff face yeah and how a lot of people uh slip and fall because you know it's muddy it's wet it's muddy a lot of them have lost their uh, shoes. The, the shoes got sucked up in the mud, so they're barefoot at this, this point in time. Uh, and then he, he talks about how uh, the climbing, because of the heat, well over 100 degrees in the humidity, but people can no longer carry their backpacks or tents. They're so fatigued, they just drop everything, and they're just down to shorts Yeah, at, the, at this this point.
0: Unbelievable! Unbelievable! What they're trying to sell us, man. These narratives, these fake fantasy narratives.
1: Good God! Yeah. You, well, it, it just—it's uh, the the expeditions where they had the the jeeps and the Land Rovers. Yeah. The few that were on uh, that were bold to also try the motorcycle. Well, in every one of them. Uh, they were well stocked on food they ran out of food at around day 20 21 because they burned so many calories they ran out of food they were extremely hungry uh the last 10 days the last 20 days hmm. when when uh when they were able to pierce through the jungle so i don't see how they have um th- this particular video that you're playing here is um yeah doctors without borders so this is kind of a a media sure piece as uh, you know with some skepticism where they're trying to portray an agenda but there's no there's no way i don't know i think this video might show i watched a couple there's no way you're going to have like an elderly lady or the or the young Three, four, five year old. You're you're not going to go through that. No, 80 miles of jungle. you're not going to have kids no go through this. This
0: is impossible.
1: It's impossible.
0: Yeah,
1: it's impossible because the ones the, the ones that these expeditions, uh, many of them had Panaman- uh what's the word, Panamanian soldiers uh, with them for protection from uh, the, the gangs in the jungle. But they also all had uh, revolvers in case of jaguar or the snakes. Sure, or, uh, there's also. Uh, Crocodiles in, in the area. So th- this is just, this is not passable. Uh, nature does not want you to go through the Darien Gap. It It uh, is that way by design because it's it's a gatekeeper to separate the, uh, the Americas. It's a natural gatekeeper. Maybe if you go in to uh, within a few miles, whether it's the Panama side or the Columbia side, if you're a scientist, sampling biology and species is one thing. But to try to to try to go on foot 80 miles in that heat in those yeah. conditions, it's no way. Your chances of survival is probably less than 10%. Sure. Because there's just just so many factors from disease, hunger. Fatigue, heat stroke, or slipping and falling down these steep ravines, and then uh, you're not coming out. You'll end up uh, paralyzed or broken leg, and they just keep. You know, there's no ropes. There's no. There's no helicopter uh, rescue team that can hover over and uh, get you out with a uh, a basket that that <laughs> that just doesn't happen.
0: No, exactly.
1: So it, it's 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 interesting how uh, the Earth works and the way nature's designed is um, you, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be in tune with with your region and, and understand your region and then uh, learn how to recognize the land and uh, eat the fruits and vegetables that are indigenous to that area. Uh, it's a recent phenomenon that we're able to eat maybe exotic fruits and vegetables that are not from the region. And that's because of modern uh, air, air cargo Mm. and things of that nature, but that's the human biology. You're, you're supposed to identify and melt and merge with your particular region and and what, what that region offers for, uh, water, fruits and vegetables, crops, then the microorganisms, the bacteria the, in, in the gut biome, uh, adapts to that area. So a lot of times when you do international traveling, uh, that messes with your natural uh, biorhythm because you're eating foods or drinking beverages that have uh, organisms in it where your body's not used to it because your, your body is tuned electromagnetically to its region. That Makes uh, sense. Yeah. It's re- so the, the, what's interesting, if you were to transverse from the northern to southern hemisphere, there's a particular protocol uh, to do that where you can adjust your, your body uh, biochemically and electromagnetically. And uh, that's, if you do it, and it takes a while, takes the proper way to do it is between two and four weeks. Now, in the olden days, if you, if you were sailing and you're passing the equator, you would have that length of time, or if it's on foot, uh, transfer. But with <clears throat> modern technologies, if you're able, able to do it within hours in uh, h- higher speed boats, versus the old uh, wind-driven sailboats or uh, <clears throat> if it's like a high-speed rail or aircrafters, then what happens is the body doesn't uh, adjust and you don't go through the procedure when you're crossing the hemispheres it's very interesting uh, how that works in <clears throat> in nature but uh, what's interesting if people with, with the migration what, what, what you have they're saying it's uh, well over half a million per year <laughs> yeah they're all coming to the <laughs> daring <and> Gap. <get. laughs> uh, they're all tracking through well you, you yeah you're not gonna have to, no it's some that do try the, the percentage of survival is is just non-existent uh, it's so, just no way so, so slim so yeah uh, you you have a a situ, a situation where there's uh, economic uh, discrepancy or um, plight or, or uh, s- stories or ideology of that things would be better if they, if in this case, if they're wanting to head to the United States. But there's definitely uh, a border crisis that many are, aren't even... Not even close to being accurately. Well, you're not going to get anything accurate out of mainstream media because they're they're set up for various agendas. So, just what what has actually happened? You might have a, a better f- a finger on the pulse as far as the uh, the border crisis or just how many are coming in the United States or what the uh, protocol is there. But the, the, you you have uh, a situation where uh, will won't, the, won't there be more? chaos social chaos with uh, with economic upheaval and hyperinflation and and what's really happening i'm i'm getting reports what's really happening at the border that it's out of control and it's a lot worse than people are led to believe i don't know if you have any intel
0: i mean i've heard it's 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 an absolute nightmare and it, and and it's it's incredible why these people are uh, they're just coming here because they believe some promise that it's a false promise there's no jobs you're waiting for them. there's nothing
1: right right and then and then what's happening this i don't know if this necessarily getting off topic but the few minutes left i i have sus, uh, my suspicions it's it's uh, theories they're uh, probably uh unfortunately on the more the woo side but you know and um not to pick on Chicago, but it's been in the news lately. But you know how there's these trends of three, four hundred youths.
0: Yeah, the flash mobs.
1: Yeah, like the flash mobs that are just overturning cars, yeah, stomping on cars, and then they're they're smashing, grabbing uh, WalMarts and other. I mean, just
0: I mean, it's, it it's looks absolute like absolute, Muslim, absolute
1: devastation. Yeah, kind of a, a, a Haiti, Venezuela type. Yeah, it's
0: not even. It, it's it's it's. You're better off in Haiti. You're safer in Haiti and Venezuela at this point. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, right. So th- I I see that. I, that's that's my thinking too. Yeah. So what why
0: do
1: you what do you think's going on with these uh, a lot of these cities, San Francisco and other where there's complete loss of control and, and now property values are starting to plummet. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's night or afternoon, these flash mobs. What What is happening uh, in the United States where we're seeing this this rapid uh, decline and even just trying to conduct business? Because Chicago used to be a phenomenal city. It, yeah, it was like it a really friendlier works. New York. I remember because yeah, I yeah. played hockey up there and stuff, and I won't get into my hockey background, but, you know, there's a big team up there. But anyway, um, so in those days, sh- Chicago, I always enjoyed Chicago because it was a it was a big. It was like a, a New York, but in the Midwest, and sure. the people were great. I never felt threatened at night uh, by myself. Well, and but it's not that it's not the 1980s and 90s anymore. So no, w- w- what's happening? And if, if all these people are flooding in the United States, what are they flooding to? Isn't in, in a lot of these areas, like you said, United States is turning into Venezuela or worse than Haiti and Venezuela. Absolutely absolutely
0: it's like what are they coming into all they're going to do is add to the further I mean they're collapsing the system it's Cloward Piven yes um, you know it's Cloward Piven which is the strategy that the two Columbia professors uh, from Columbia University in New York yep. came up with Cloward and Piven to overload the I mean these are communists correct the whole strategy was to overload the social
1: program, welfare
0: system and social programs to cause it to collapse yes and that's exactly what we're happening on top of hyperinflation, on top of everything else. I mean, we are in a, in a controlled demolition. There's no doubt about it.
1: Right. And in, in, in this, uh, there, I, I could be wrong. This is why I'm asking you, because it, I, I yield to uh, your input. Is there, is there any mechanism in place to stop this?
0: I mean, the, the, we're currently in place now. There's nothing in place to stop I this. don't.
1: That's what I thought. I, I yeah. don't see any. I don't see any. I see corruption and compromise in the uh, judicial system. These alphabet agencies are a joke. They're all uh, in, in the federal governance is the, the criminal behavior and activity. So then you're down to individual states. Some, some states a little bit better than others. I guess it depends on the governor and the and the state's uh, Congress uh, represented, but then, then you're basically down to either a particular state or county and then your townships within there. So this, this is going to be like a bloodbath and some counties and townships will be tighter knit and uh, have each other's back. Others will be absolute overrun with, uh, I, I, it, it doesn't seem very encouraging to me and, and the trend that I'm seeing is I, I'm getting multiple offers now uh, for overseas. And I'm, I'm checking these offers out. You know what I'm seeing? Explo- I'm sure you have, too, what I'm seeing explosion in.
0: What?
1: Uh, the name of the game now, very serious and why I'm getting all these offers. I guess because I'm kind of like the professor on Gilligan's Island
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the technology. I'm seeing offers now where uh, people, like, say, expats. Uh, Ex-Canadians and Americans, they're going overseas, uh, uh, like Asia areas, South America, and they're s- setting up survival communities where they're they're, uh, they're developing relationships with the locals, but they're getting property and they're wanting farms and building simple homes and they're having communities of 30, 50, 100 people of like-minded people where they have a variety of skills and these little villages or townships are springing up all over the place and they see global trouble and instability coming. And that's how they're anchoring down to survive this Yeah. and these community townships. And I I feel that that's the only strategy that seems the most logical because I've for three years now, I've been investigating this. Now the option's, most uh, my emails, I'm getting these options. And in every case, it's uh, not staying in the United States. Because there's no mechanism here to thwart this. And it's, it's th- the violence and the criminality is growing on this hockey stick exponential rate here in the United States.
0: You know, I mean, they're right now, uh, like, for instance, the Russian village where right now they are looking to pay American expats or or open the door to make it so easy for American and anybody from the West who's sick of the West, who doesn't want to be identified under the 3000 gender monikers out there to come over to Russia, get property, own farmland and probably some of the best farmland on God's green earth in a country that is God centric in a country that is culturally centric. In a country that is reality centric, and you know, and, and to take it from there, I mean, that this is where we are right now in life, and there's so many other places around the world. Uh, El Salvador's really turned a, a, a major leaf, I, I would recommend people looking there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Um,
1: UAE I've heard things is, about El Salvador,
0: yeah. I mean, my god, they've yeah. they've turned a, a major, major uh, uh page. It's, I'm, I'm impressed with what, uh, with what, uh. Uh, President Bukele has done yeah it's it's incredible so I mean you could you could do that or you could just stay here and, and wait for controlled demolition to occur you know it, it's 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 going to be crazy man I, I don't know how I, I don't know and and I don't know how things are going to play out here I really don't know it's anyone's guess
1: well that's what I was uh, trying to figure out not my intel in there it's it's, it's just not looking good at all V uh, yeah. and then uh, I don't know. It, it, it seems like there's a little bit better options elsewhere.
0: Yeah. I think uh, 2024 is a, is a pivotal year for all of us yes. uh, in the United States. I'll be honest with you. It's like, well, I mean, look at it. I mean, the whole Durham report came out, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it literally is the coup de grace. It is literally the nail in the coffin to the entire narrative that was being peddled for the last several years. Vindicating Trump on so many Vindicating Trump on everything that we knew. Now the question becomes, who gets arrested? If nobody gets arrested, you don't have a country. You don't have a country. And if you don't have a country, if that doesn't scare the living crap out of you, I don't know what will.
1: Right, That's probably, there, there isn't any uh, law and order. No one gets arrested. There's no ju- judicial. So it's, there, is, there isn't any country. It's completely gone. So as it's collapsing, at what point is it too late to leave? when when the doors are shut or it's it's so. uh, Yeah.
0: Now you, now as Gus would always say, now's use can't leave (laughs) the, the scene from uh, a Bronx tale.
1: Oh, okay. That's right. And uh, now's uh, use
0: can't leave. And they, they, they close the door behind you and that's that.
1: The, and the feedback I'm getting is that's, that'll be kind of an executive order very early, like January, 2025. Guess what? You ain't leaving because there'll be an export tax of 250,000 plus dollars. Yeah. If you want to leave. They're like, well, you want to leave, but it's going to cost you. And most people won't be able to afford that hit financially. So then you're stuck. So, uh, this, my understanding is, uh, the window of opportunity is this year before the end of this year, December and 2024 will be, uh, iffy. It'll be a very volatile year and, and questionable. So, uh my window of opportunity is basically next seven, seven months.
0: Yeah. I mean, 2024 is very pivotal folks. Yep. Very pivotal. Uh, You know, there, there, there are some, uh, some fights and conflicts that are happening. And um, you know, if, if, if it goes the right way, you know, then there's a, I mean, it's slim pickings, man. It's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, so you have a combination of uh, millions pressuring and overloading the system, flooding into the country, and then uh, others that see what's going on doing just the opposite and leaving. Yeah, so it's interesting dynamics. What what's happening? It's it, it's kind of like when you're the, the, the there's a period where uh, good neighborhoods started to be overrun in the '80s. Yeah, maybe on the outskirts of major cities where where you had In the 50s and 60s, 70s, you had these uh, strong neighborhoods. Everyone knew each other, Uh, neighborhood uh, picnics, and everyone kind of watched out for everyone's kids and so forth. And then as the neighborhoods get overrun, then you had the flee to the suburbs, right? Where they felt, well, That's picture that on a larger scale where you, you have an influx coming in and then there, and those that. Have the ability or wherewithal say okay it's it's time to get out this, this was the south bronx in the in the in the 80s man yeah
0: i mean i mean can we go back to this i mean the, uh, this this is a pot i mean look this is like this is the i mean my this is the whole time when um you know it was uh, uh when they said the bronx is burning right it, it, it was bad man it, it looked like bay root out there, mm-hmm. you know, it's incredible. Here, look. I mean, look at this. <laughs> it looks yeah. like Beirut, man. Yeah, it does. That's I right. I mean, folks, this was not that far ago. This is, you know, less than forty years. that yeah, is like
1: forty years ago. Yeah, this is what's happening to Chicago, Baltimore. Yeah, this is what they want to turn it into. This is this is it. You're looking at, uh, and there's nothing stopping this. And if it
0: wasn't for Giuliani turning the whole thing around, I mean, the city would have still been like that. It was the the, the city was like a 50 year textbook study of what happens when Democrats are in charge,
1: and this yes. is what it looks like. But but now we're having this nationwide. It's, it's nationwide that they've the, the cancer has hit even the most conservative cities, the southern southern states, and this this toxicity that this is you're looking at. This is United States now, right there. Yeah, I, it's
0: and let me tell you, man. This is this is where my wife grew up as a as a, as a small little girl. Oh yeah. really? Oh god, yeah, South Bronx, yeah. Wow. Back in the eighties, you have no idea, man. Holy well, shit! A, she's a tough character. She is tough as nails. Wow. A Bronx chick is as tough as nails. Yeah, you got that right. Whew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't I mean, want to get on this. her. Yeah, don't want to get on her bad side.
0: No, you don't. You you can't survive this being a powder a powder puff. No, no you way. You Can't. This is. I mean, gang violence, shootings,
1: the whole nine yards. It was Beirut. It was a war zone. Well, th- this sets you for life. You grow up in that. You're you're never you're never going to change. This this hardwires you for survival. It, it does, and that's exactly how she is. Like she's this hardwired for survival. This, that's yeah, what, what I. That's what I tell. Different. Hey. Experience in Southern Georgia growing up, big time.
0: That's why I want to tell, her, hey, you know what? This is what we're facing. We need to move. Yep. Done.
1: Tomorrow we're packing. We're out. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, this Extremely is to every, militant Every city, every suburb. There's nothing that's stopping this. No cancer. It's it's.
0: This is what happened. We'll save our schools. PS sixty one no longer there. I mean, it, this is like insanity, man. Look at this. And you know, there's still spots right now in New York that are starting to devolve into this. It's, it, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it, that looks a lot like Gary, Indiana. I yeah. G- Gary, Indiana. Is there any people left in Gary, Indiana? I don't know. Just a it's few. Incredible, uh, Unbelievable. You know, versus how it was thriving in the 50s, and they had all this the manufacturing and steel, and it was yeah. a good place to raise a family, and it looks like that 1980s Bronx. It's... Right. So, if you blind- blindfolded someone, you wouldn't know... Uh, and, and no one was speaking, you wouldn't know, am I in uh, Be- Beirut, or am I in uh, Venezuela? Am yeah. I in... Uh... And,
0: and here's Gary. Gary was one of the most industrious places in the country. Now look at it. Yep. This is like in Detroit. It's it's completely gutted, man. Unbelievable. That'll never happen here. I, I You know, I, I'm in L.A. It'll never happen here. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So same. will never happen in San. I would have never thought that San Francisco has devolved and fallen. Oh my God! What they did they do? What they did with California, man? It pisses me off to no end because that was the most beautiful piece of real estate in the entire world, and they wrecked it in less than thirty years, man. Wrecked it in twenty years.
1: Yeah. I mean, it Incredible. was. It was masterful how they did it to to ruin California in such a brief. Yeah, but that California ended up looking like this. And that was a that was a beautiful church in Gary, Indiana. The architecture was phenomenal, and it's just a war zone. But
0: don't worry, we have a, a lot of uh, migrants that are crossing the Darien Gap because they are super powered. And uh, they're coming to help us because they are not only passing the uh, Darien Gantt, right? But they're also, you know, superhuman. And they're also, um, you know, <laughs> great scientists and engineers and real great brain trusts. Right. And here's, here's, a, here's a modern take, man. This is, this is Newburgh, New York. New, Newburgh, New York was known as the Pearl of the Hudson, Okay, so much great manufacturing. It was an amazing town, everything. And this is, and I, I didn't live too far away from Newburgh when we're out in Orange County, but this is one of those areas you avoid, right? This is that whole Tiana Brawley thing back in the 80s with Al Sharpton, that whole yeah. riot. Yeah, that all happened here. Gone. Another
1: city, gone. And look at the road. Look at the look at road it. condition. Yeah. Look at the potholes and the... No, uh, Are there any any sidewalks i don't even see no sidewalks. it's all it's all pockmarked and destroyed yeah, and, and
0: just empty man
1: japan looked better in shape after world war ii than this it's ridiculous
0: yeah yep unbelievable this is like the it, the it, it, it was hiroshima and they just rebuilt right after the bomb was dropped that's what it looks like right mm-hmm. like as you see you see anybody walking the streets no, then, you, see, oh. then you, turn, you you make a turn, you go into the wrong neighborhood, and you'll see a whole bunch of hood rats just hanging out on the stoop, selling drugs, gang violence through the roof. The the, the There's been, like, multiple, like, you know, police raids, uh, New York State you know, police raids, uh, drug busts left and right. I mean, look at this, man. Keep voting Democrat! This is what happens when you uh, become a participant in the free shit Olympics.
1: Well, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's a sign of the times and it's the disintegration of the culture. So you yeah. can't, this has such momentum and it's so rooted, you can't turn this around on a dime. If they, they engineered us, it took three generations to get to this point and And now it has its own inertia, its own energy, and it has its own agenda.
0: Yeah. It has its own you trajectory. I don't know how you pull no, I mean, once, once you're locked in a trajectory and how, how do you pull out of the dive?
1: You know, how, how, how much chance would you and I have to try to stop a Union Pacific train going 65 miles an hour, pulling coal, and we're on the railroad tracks going, stop, please, and we have our hands held? No, we just get crushed in existence. Yeah. It'll run right over you. So yeah. you, you got to get off the tracks. The the, the real stressful thing is any of you that have kids or grandkids um, and, and they're, you know, ages 6 to 16. What are you going to do? It's terrible. This, this is, this is, uh, these it's are terrible. trying
0: times. No, it really is. You know? And, uh,
1: and then you, you have to, you have to have sobriety. You have to have s- strategies implemented and, uh, you have to overcome fear. I've never, I've traveled outside the United States, but I've never picked up and, and gone. I'm going to have to get over that fear, uh, that anxiety. Because staying here is now, not a map. Because I know that we will the rec- United States will not be recognizable in four or five years.
0: Well, look, that. look, at this crap hole of a city. Look at this incredible. What a disgusting place this is, Jet. <laughs> this is Dubai. Yeah.
1: Where is it? is it? Dubai, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah see, how, this. see how clean the streets are. You and- know, I
0: saw a video where they actually, um, uh, did a test where somebody put um uh wore socks, right? And uh, oh, hold on a second, what's going on? With my thing okay, so they wore socks and walked around Dubai and did, just to see how dirty the socks got. Oh, okay, okay, it's gonna blow your mind. Okay, here we go.
1: Well, let me uh, versus like one of our cities. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: where well, you watch this? There you go, test. The city is pretty much scrubbed clean on a daily basis, and this is arguably the busiest area in Dubai with daily foot traffic in the 100,000s. Ready? Here we go. Such a filthy city. Oh, my God. Look at that, Jet.
1: (laughs) You couldn't go one city block in the United States. One of the
0: cleanest cities in the world.
1: Yeah. You can go one city block. That sock would be black. Oh, well, it's a culture of there you have discipline, you have uh rule of law, but then you have family traditions
0: yeah family traditions and you, there's only two genders man there's
1: yeah there's so genders. if you if you go to a if you go to a country and ask them if uh just one simple question on your female swim team
0: <laughs> is every
1: member a biological female, yes, say okay, then what are the visa requirements yeah. Because exactly. that's where I want to live. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, super clean.
0: It I is know. super clean. And then you I... have, then you have places like this. El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Look. Great coffee. Beautiful scenery, natural stuff, plenty of agriculture.
1: I think we talked about earlier if uh, uh, El Salvador could easily be a, uh, a, a very modern, up to date uh, economic stronghold because of its cryptocurrency. I underlying. think so. I, I it look could at be like the Singapore of uh, Central America. I, I think it's going to be.
0: I if, think it's going to be, man. I, if I the think. uh bankers
1: don't try to murder and kill. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I, what.
0: I think uh, I think the U.S. is busy right now. They got their hands tied with the Chinese and the Russians and all that stuff, uh-huh. and the multipolar world to keep things busy. Um, that uh, you know they you know they I, I think they're kind of overlooking um, El Salvador. Uh, you know I think uh, I think uh, you know it, it's kind of like you know what asset has like the most upside. I think this country has tremendous upside. Like, like, Dubai is already built out, right? It's, it's, or, it's, it's already maximum, right? Yes. This country is just beginning,
1: right? So there's uh, a, a lot of potential for entrepreneurism. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Major, major upward yeah. right there.
1: Where uh, United Arab Emirates is already established and uh, the infrastructure, there's El Salvador has a lot of opportunity. You're at the beginning stages
0: they are at the beginning stage and, and that's what I like I like to get in early you know sure and then ride it up Yep. I like to get in early so we'll see jet good information as always I love how you just completely nuke the entire migrants <laughs> oh my god unbelievable unbelievable he completely nuked it and uh, wrecked it. And I want to thank you for that. And, folks, again, you want to get a hold of Jet? You can get him over in the Discord. Join the Discord. Join the Discord. Uh, ro- join Rogue News and join algofactory.tech. Um, great way to uh, support us. And with that being said, Jet, any last uh, things you want to say?
1: No, just uh, hope everyone has a, a very productive uh, week. Get out, get out, in nature. Okay. The sweet spot is always if you can spend forty minutes a day outside, you know, away from a computer screen or a cell phone, yeah. whether it's with your kids or uh, in the garden, or you you got a dog or cat playing outside. Forty minutes a day really does wonders. Does. Uh, connecting with nature, I agree, and uh,
0: I agree with Raven Six. Mexico isn't bad either. I think the Mexican violence is being completely overblown out of proportion. Number one, number two. Uh, when uh, when the United States is finally collapsed and over with, Mexico is going to absolutely prosper. I firmly believe that. Absolutely. Anyway, with that being said, folks, we are over and out. Hasta la pasta. We'll be back tomorrow with a guerrilla perspective in the morning. Oh, actually, I think I got Tom Longo tomorrow at 11 a.m. So keep it locked and loaded right here, folks. We're over and out. Cheers.